Bags down, spikes on, welcome to the track. Hello, my name is Colin Waitzman, going to be your host for this episode of Track World News. And we have a special guest here today. Uh, today we have national champion, three-time All-American from uh, Auburn, uh, Joyce Camelli, joining us today. Um, very decorated distance runner uh, coming out of uh, Auburn uh, from Kenya. But uh, Joyce, thank you for, for joining us today. Really appreciate it. You're welcome. Awesome. So uh, you come from a, a very decorated running family. It's, it seems like running's always been in, in your family's uh, blood and, and history. Um, so what was kind of your relationship with, with the sport? Have you, were you always into running growing up or is this something that, you know, kind of got forced on uh, you later on in life? Uh, well, uh, honestly, I come from a running family. My dad, my late dad, just my daughter was a runner, 10,000 meters, 5,000, and the steeple. My mom, Salina Chepkoske Gemelo, also, she was a runner, uh, 10,000 and 5K. And my eldest brother right now, Matthew Gemelli, is currently running. He's a 10,000 meter and 5,000 meter runner. So uh, honestly, I run because I'm sure I have talent and I have passion towards running. I have attitude, positive attitude towards running because what I believe is that excellence is not a, it's an attitude. Because it's important uh, since a positive attitude can really make dreams true, which is, which is actually true because Attitude is very important. Uh, it radiates my behavior on how I feel. And also coming from a running family, it has been motivating me to do more. You know, I cannot tell myself that I cannot run. You know, sometimes people take talents for granted, but I don't take it for granted since I know I came from a running family. Uh, everybody from my family run and I see how good they are doing. And also I always know like everyone has a talent. What is rare in talent is, is the courage uh, or not to follow the talent to the dark place where it leads us to be. So my dad used to motivate me, my mom, my brother, my, my younger siblings, and also the people who are around me. And also coming to Harvard University, I think this is the right place. I know it has nurtured my talent because I get the report. Excuse me, I get the required uh, facilities. We have good track for training. I have good coaches. I have very good teammates. Yeah, I think um, that has contributed to most of my results, actually. And also, like, also being uh, the, the elder sister, I'm not the elder sister, but the elder sister who runs, and everybody else in my family is looking at me. So I, I act like a light to the family because. I'm a, a lady running uh, from the family and everybody else is very excited on me. Yeah. Did you ever feel any pressure um, to really, you know, you know, cause you are, you have had obviously a lot of talents. Did you ever feel pressure growing up? Uh, like, Hey, Oh, there's a lot of people in my family that have had success. 
I need to uh, because there's so much other success in the family. Did you ever feel that pressure or was it, um, you know, not as, as bad, um, you know, growing up? Okay, well, I never feel any pressure, but um, within the village that I'm coming from, the Gaptarakwa village, where I was born, uh, I saw many people were running and uh, I was motivated with one of the women, Vivian Chiria. She was a very good runner and she's still running right now. And I, I, I was telling myself I want to be like her one day and also knowing that I'm, I'm talented, I can't sit and wait talent to perform. Talent is nothing but a prolonged period of attention and a short period of mental assimilation whereby I know when I wake up and go for runs, few miles, do some workouts, I know automatically that work will pay off. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I didn't get anybody who pressured me so hard to do the running, but uh, when I was in primary, that was when I was 13 years of age, I started running. My dad could appreciate every kind of work, my mom, and I felt doing it more and more. So when I knew more about running, when I joined high school, I started now performing very good and everybody was helping me for support, for motivations, for pieces of advice. And that's how I build on my running up to now. Yeah, that's gotta be pretty cool when you're you're in high school, people asking you for <laughs> advice on on how to oh, yeah. that had to be pretty cool. What um for you, how was it that you you found yourself to get to Auburn? Um which like how what was your journey to you know getting to this school from you know high school to, to now? Thank you. Uh in the year 2013, when I was sophomore, that was when I was informed to I was in a school where they decided to be the center of athletics. So I was running long distance, the 5K, the 6K, and then specifically the steepwatches during the track season. So most of the uh, white people could, the whites anyways, could come to my school and then, you know, they would promise us if you finish school, you come to America. So I was, I, I said, I said a call that I want to study in a university in a pro, not in Kenya, but I worked so hard and seeing coming in every year or twice a year was an assurance that there is a possibility that after school I might join somewhere. So I used to, to be committed now with running and started to you know do very well in class and do very well in running because I mean commitment is also like it's the quality of a person's life in a direct proportion whereby there is commitment to excellence regardless of you know how these things are chosen for either field or, or any other endeavors. So I used to commit myself that I want to go to abroad. I want to run professionally, maybe after school. That's my plan still. So I, I started now to, to develop positive attitude towards my career in academics and in running. So when they were coming, uh, I found one of the um, visitors coming from Liberty University. So that was the first priority school that I would have joined. So but I mean, with time, some things get lower and then Avan came in and I was so much interested in Avan since I had some other Kenyans like Brenda Keegan who was here. So she used to call me and 
Brenda Kiken, she's still my relative. So, and she was running, she graduated from Urban uh, as a nurse. Currently, she's working as a registered nurse. So she could motivate me every time that you can do it. There is nothing hard on your side. And I would take that word and, you know, try to make it happen. So when she came here in 2015, she could see everything else was okay. She was running good. She could receive everything which is needed for an athlete. And she could tell me, you will come to Auburn. So I never changed my mind anymore. And also having Elkana Kipchumba, who was, um, who was here. So he knew where exactly I was coming from, the family I was coming from. So he was also very sure that I will join Auburn. And uh, when I was in, in Form 3, now that was that, uh, towards the end of the term, um, I received an invitation letter uh, welcoming me to Auburn after I finished my high school. So the requirements were only to have a very good grade and having good times. So I developed now, still developing the positive attitude about Auburn and, and you know, I didn't want to have so much aggressiveness like going to different schools. I just said my mind now, uh, Hoban is the best school and this is where I'm heading to. So I worked so hard and after I finished my KCSE in the year 2015, December, the results came in in uh, January, February and I passed. The first school uh, followed up my results were Hoban. I sent my I sent my SAT results and they were really, really impressed because I, I, I had passed my, I did well in my finals and I was ready to come. So yes, I was very interested because of the coaches who are here, because of my fellow Kenyans who are here, they helped me so much to find what is in Auburn. And also coming to Auburn is a Christian school where my parents could always say, we want you to go to a school whereby you can you can find a place to go for a charge. You can find a place to attend a service. And I was like, okay, yes, Urban is the best. So I had to do such research and also like, I didn't want to go to a place where it snows because for me, I'm allergic to snow and my parents could be so much worried. But finally, I made my mind to come to Urban, even though sometimes it was really hard to, find like uh, finances to finish everything. It reached a point where my dad would say, uh, it seems like um, you cannot be able to go abroad and study. And I'm like, dad, no, leave me alone. Let's all leave all this to God. I'm positive, I'm going. And he was like, okay, as you say, let's all keep praying. So he would be like, okay, some months could, could pass without me getting what I wanted. So after some time anyways, you could say, okay, I think now you can join a nursing school in Kenya. I'm like, dad, I'm not going to lose up. I'm, I, I, I'm still positive, I'm, I'm going. And finally God opened the way, everything went well. And I thank God. And here I am getting to happen. I've found the best people, the best environment that suits my running, my academics. Mm -hmm. And you know, peaceful environment whereby I get here and I haven't seen any 
color discrimination or racial discrimination. I mean, I like the place, honestly. If it's there, I don't see it, but I thank God because I haven't seen that and I've been in a peaceful environment mm-hmm. where I'm supposed my running, supposed my academics, yeah. Yeah, you. I think you made a, a great, great decision to not go somewhere up north where there's a lot of snow. <laughs> it might have, might have been a, a a little bit of a change, a big change going from from Kenya to you know somewhere up up north like a you know an Oregon yeah. that might have a little bit of snow. So, good good decision for you there. Uh, what was the was there any adjustment um, when you first got uh, when you first got onto campus? Um, anything that kind of was like. Uh, in whether it be training or just you know coming over here to to Auburn that was just different that might have shocked you when you you know you first came here as a freshman yes uh, uh, honestly the first thing that shocked me was where we used to train we train a lot in Kenya on Ravros but here is all tarmac so, which was really hard for me especially my freshman year but I tried to catch up with some time I got to learn you know, I got to be used with. So that was the first one. The second one was confusion. I would confuse everybody. Like, if I meet this person, I thought, this is the person I was with some few minutes ago. Because everybody else looks alike. But with time, I got used with that. So also, um, my coaches, it was really hard for the first time to understand them. But with time, I got to learn this because that was the first thing that I was supposed to learn because when they say something, maybe I don't understand very well and they need it. So, I mean, it was really challenging. It wasn't easy, but because I was passionate about Auburn, I got to learn everything. So my year was difficult, balancing school, uh, class, coming up with meetings, you know, that was a strange thing in Kenya, like having meetings in school and, you know, with specific times, it was really hard. And also training on tarmac roads, uh, that was hard. Uh, doing some speed walks, different, I mean, catching up with the speed walks here was, was a little bit difficult for me during my freshman year, but sophomore year, everything was well done. And then another thing was um, the climate conditions. Uh, in Kenya, the winter is not as cold as here. Here is very cold. And sometimes we might be going or traveling for races and we find that uh, the place might be snowing, which is really hard. I came here and that was my first time seeing snow. That was my first time running on snow. And in Kenya, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't have snow. Then uh, during summer, <laughs> This is, this is a very hard place, honestly. It's very, very hard. You cannot run in the morning around seven or eight, unless until evening, that's about six, seven or eight again. So you can run during the midday, which, is, mm-hmm. which was a different thing to you know get used to. But I mean, now I'm good. Also during uh, class time, it was difficult for me to find some classes. But because I had Brenda, I had Indonet, I had Solomon, I had Silas, had Masih in there. I mean, they really helped us during our freshman year and I really thank God for them because they would sacrifice their times. They would make sure we are in class on time. And I didn't find them complaining 
at a single point that okay, Joyce and Faith because I came with another freshman, mm-hmm. it bad. They never complained that you guys you are disturbing us, you are wasting our time. But they were so much nice to us, so I really appreciate them. And also, after knowing some of my teammates in the team, they would help us a lot, like going to Walmart to shop and. They will show us so many places. I really thank everybody I came across my life in Auburn because they made me to feel I'm at home. I never even disturbed myself. Like, I, I want to get back to my country because I got the same people. They acted like my family, and they were very nice to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, it's always great when you have a, an awesome support system behind you, especially when you're in a new place. I know mm-hmm. when I first got to, to my school, didn't know anyone. And so it's nice having you know, a bunch of teammates that were from the area and could, could help me out with things. So I'm sure it was, that was great uh, for you as well. But um, mm-hmm. so for, for this season, obviously you had a, a great end of your, your indoor year, finishing with your uh, a national championship. Um, yeah. But your, your, your training was kind of, was, was different, I guess, because you, you weren't able to, to train as long as I'm sure you probably would have, would have liked. Could you kind of tell me about your, your indoor season that you had this year and then, um, you know, how you ended up winning the, the national championship just a, a few weeks ago? Thank you so much. Yes, honestly, my indoor season was really, really good. And I thank God, first of all, for that. The results I got were miracles. First of all, I didn't train like everybody else because in December, around 28, December 28, actually, my, my dad passed away. And on 23rd in the morning, that was 7 a.m., I had surgery. So I was still recovering. Then some days I had about the past of my dad. So I was really stressed. I didn't train and I had no season during cross country. That was, that was another thing that uh, I didn't have enough training, but I don't complain like there were no training. So I had very few weeks because when I was running my uh, conference championship, that was about 39 days of practice. And I never see myself that I cannot do it. I knew I could do it so long as my legs are moving, so long as I'm breathing well, so long as my hands are swinging, and with the support also that I was getting from everybody else outside, because most people know I I, I love running. And they would tell me, you can do it. So even if I was at my lowest point whereby I see that I cannot make it, some people can still see it in me. So going back to my country, it was hard. I never trained since December 20, 22nd because I took an off day and then end my surgery on 23rd, uh, 28th, and the news of my dad passed away. Then getting some arrangements to fly to my country, that was hard. Then I stayed in my country after the patio until uh, 1617, where I arrived in the US, that was 1617 of January. I had another one week of quarantine. The second week I was tested, I was negative. I began my training when uh, my school were going for the second competition. The third week, 
I mean, towards the end of January, that was the end of January, actually, 28, 29, somewhere there, I went for my first 3,000 meters because I was just going as a, as a practice, as a training. So I didn't even want to go there to compete, but I did my best. I say I did my best because the time I ran was 9.14, which was last year's uh, my best time. I saw God working things through. I was really impressed. I was so much happy. And I say, okay, from here now, I will pick up from here. And I know with God, there is nothing with his heart. Again, the coming week, that was February. That was the fourth or fifth race where my school were going to Columbus, North Carolina. Actually, it was South Carolina. Yeah, South Carolina. Mm. So I didn't go for that one. I took a break to train. Then I went for my first 5K the coming week. I went to um, Vanderbilt. That is Nashville, Tennessee. I did my 5K and I ran 16.04. I was not discouraged. I was happy and I appreciated my results because I knew who I was. And I told myself, Patience is the key because I need to be patient. I know I cannot rush myself right now because patience creates work. Create works that are performed by no strength, but by perseverance. And I know all things are difficult before they become easy. That's, that's no more. So I just tell myself I need to be patient enough because patience is bitter, but its fruits is sweet or its fruit are sweet. So I knew when my time comes and with his patience, I will have the best results. Mm -hmm. So that was my time. We got back to the conference now, two weeks to conference, I trained. So at that, at that point, I had no good time. I had no good qualifications for close, I mean, for, for, for 5K and the 3K. 3K was rank 17. 5K, I was ranked 19. After only participating one race, each one race. So we went there and then I told myself, okay, I'm not going to compete with anybody because everybody there was having time for nationals. And I knew those first ladies like Katie, so Masichelanga, um, Jessica Drop, and other women, we always race. Um, with them, and I knew they all had good times. They had all, already their qualifications, and I say, okay, it's now my duty. It's now my responsibility to do the work. So I went ahead. We ran the five k, knowing I'm looking for time. I wasn't even looking for position, but I was looking for time. So I did very well, and I know my hard work paid off. I know working out in silence let success make the noise and that that that's what happened in conference uh, i stayed positive worked hard and made it happen so i ran 15 45 46 actually for the 5k and then i ran 8.54 for 3k the next day and i was really impressed i was really impressed mm -hmm. all those things came in when I started practicing the word smart. 
which means specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and immeasurable. I mean, time, time, time paced. Yeah. So I knew what that means. And I said, it's my time. And that's it. I know, I, I know course timing is always the best. Yeah. Yeah, your, your race was, uh, the, the, I guess at nationals, it was, uh, I remember listening to an interview you had done um, with, uh, with your school where it didn't, the, the, the race for the 5K, it didn't go out as fast as you had thought. And so then you just started pushing things and eventually, obviously, you won. Could you kind of touch on what your mindset was while you're racing and, you know, it wasn't quite going out as you might have thought and you're like, okay, you know, I can. I can make a move to win this? Uh, well, yes. The, the 5K didn't win fast because when I was going out there uh, for national championship, I knew I would appear even like three seconds, but the race didn't win fast as I, I was thinking. So um, we started a little bit slower and, you know, I tried to push the pace. I tried to see if there is anybody who can challenge me, but no one wanted to take the lead, which was really hard. But I remind myself about hard work. I say dream doesn't become reality through magic. It takes sweat, determination, and hard work. And that's when I started making a move because I also wanted the other women to run good because Everybody else in the race, Pierre, I didn't do that. That was slower to me, but I tried to push them. And also, I know to some point it felt a little bit uh, painful, but uh, I say, no, no matter how things are, I'm strong. And I remind myself what my late dad used to say, Joyce, are you not tough? So that thing reminds me how tough I am. And also reflecting on uh, the work my coaches have been doing, especially my then coach David Barnett, he has contributed so much towards my success. I remind myself I need to be patient. I need to persevere all through this pain because I understand sometimes about persevering. Perseverance, when obstacles arise, you change your direction to reach your goal. You do not change your decision to get there. So I told myself, even if there is nobody who is going to take this thing faster, I can do it because I'm talented and I don't take, want to take it for granted. So I took the race with pain. I know it was painful doing it the whole thing by yourself. So I did it and I tell myself I need to pass away because I know our greatest weakness lies in keeping up and I didn't want to keep up. The most certain way to succeed is always to try just one more time. And I told myself, even if it's tough, I need to be, I need to persevere all throughout this race. And once I start leading, I'm not going to keep up. I've started the walk and I'm going to finish it strong. Running and having the, I mean, some words eating my mind, that choice, are you not tough? That could remind me how tough I am. And also remembering what my mom, Salina Chepkoskegimele said, Joyce, leave it to God. And then I told also my brother, Matthew Kimele, I don't know how I will do tomorrow because the race was tomorrow. He mm -hmm. said, 
leave it to God. And I was like, why did these two people say the same thing? And actually they were not in the same place. My brother was in the camp. My mom was at home and they all provided me the same answer. And then I said, okay, I will leave it to God. And I remember that, that day reading the verse in the book of Ephesians 6, verse 1, all through to 19, whereby it talks about the hammer of God. So whenever I, I read that uh, verse, I feel strong. Yeah. And also, um, Knowing I was representing my school, my family, my coaches, my pro massage therapist, my trainers, mm -hmm. my friends, my cheerers, my spectators, I knew I was carrying their flag and I wanted to represent them well with my effort at that level. Because when I was going there, I was about, I think nationals, I was about 39 days actually, but conference, I was about 29 or 30 days because I didn't train much after the conference because it was just two weeks to, you know, the two weeks. So yeah, so the race was slow. I'm not used to slow races. <laughs> I like going through the pain. I like, it. I embrace that pain and I like, you know, having that pain. When I feel the pain, I know I've done the work, but if I don't feel that pain, I didn't do anything. That's, that's That thing applies, uh, with my workers, with my run sometimes, even though I know sometimes we need to take it easy to avoid the injuries. Um, sometimes it might be moderate, sometimes it might be up. So when I feel that pain, even if, even if they leave me behind, that's fine. That's really, really good because it will help me to fight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, when you're, you know, when your, your legs are feeling tired and it's hard, it feels like you got you know, bricks tied to your feet. That's when you know you've gotten, you know, your a good workout or or you, you, yeah. you put you put your all into it. And exactly. so for for you, so what what are some of your your goals for this year um for the rest of outdoors? Uh obviously uh it's no surprise Kenya is very good with distance. I think every everyone knows that. And so I'm sure it's gonna be very very competitive in outdoors, especially you know for you know the Olympics. Um what are some of those, the goals that you have for yourself, um, whether it's, you know, just for this season or, um, you know, other, other seasons, you know, on the track? Thank you. The goals include staying healthy. That's the first goal. The second goal is to stay focused. The third goal is to pray God to provide me with the energy that I, I used to raise during Indo and even more, you know? Mm -hmm. I know now we are heading to summer, whereby we will be running on hard conditions, which is really hard. And it is, it is difficult to race during summer. Because I remember my year, 2018, 2019, when we went for Nationals Outdoor Championship in Houston, Texas. It was really, really hard. And it was difficult for me to, to run, but I tried my best in the Sibo and the 5K. I don't remember exactly times that I did, but I still remember for the steep, I think I ran like 10 or three, but that was not an issue. So my course is to run at least the faster times whereby I can even get chance. It's my, it's my prayer to get chance to get a good time, get uh, Olympic 
trial qualifications because if I will be able to go and try anything for the Olympic, that will be good for me. It's not it's not a matter of going there and you know get position to you know represent my country. I know it's hard. I know there is professional athletes. They've been paying so close attention to their training, to their calls, and they are full time of training. So for me, going outside there and just competing with them, just to feel that pain, just to know how things are different from college and you know professional athletics, that would help me to learn and know exactly what I will be expecting maybe after school if I get a a good company to sign and to represent them, that will be good. Another thing is staying focused throughout. Uh, I want to stay so much focused because uh, I know focus is a clear vision, packed by divine, divine plans that gives tremendous feelings, feeling of confidence and personal power. So staying focused, I know that will help me to see a clear vision, to fulfill my dream, to fulfill my call, because those things, so long as I'm still alive, I want to work so hard until I achieve them. I don't have any excuse, so long as I'm not injured, so long as I'm not, you know, I'm not given uh, a recommendation that shows that choice you are not allowed to run, I want to use that talent. I want to use that chance, that little time, that little opportunity that somebody else somewhere is not having it. Also, staying focused during this outdoor season, it's not only after I have stepped outside my comfort zone that I begin to change, grow or transform. That will help me again to know exactly what I want during the outdoor championship. Because my mind is not, even in these smaller races, my mind is at championship. I've set a goal whereby my eyes are fixed at the championship, but not these little races, because that's when a champion's mind thinks. So I know exactly that I will be there. Mm-hmm. That with the help of my teammates, actually, I know I will do great because when we when we help each other as a team, I know I will go far. With my coaches, I know I will go far. With my school, with my friends, I know I will, I will go far because this will help me to build trust for me, for my coaches and my teammates. Because it's literally true that you can succeed best and quickest by helping others to succeed. So. It's good to help each other. If if I depend on myself, I don't think that will be good results, you mm-hmm. know. So yeah, making sure that I, I I work so hard with my teammates, even those people we race together. Because when we are competing during the race, those people are my second teammates because we are the one to put in all the work together, and that's when we also even contribute like running good times, having qualification, even if I will not qualify this year, and somebody else, we were in the same race, competing the same event, and qualifies, that will be really good for me, I will be happy, and I will not see that, why I didn't make it, I know God's timing is always perfect, Mm -hmm. I know next year, well, 
championship is coming and that might be my very good chance so preparing now will be the will will be the results for tomorrow mm-hmm. and i know that talent wins games but teamwork and intelligence wins competition championship which is true today we do it as a team and maybe we don't make it but next time we will make it same thing as the example that i've used if somebody else in the event makes today and i won't make it i know tomorrow is my time mm-hmm. another goal for this year is being responsible i like being responsible if my coach keeps out the workouts that are that are supposed to be done i don't need to wait on on him so long as he has given what pace should be attained or achieved um the, the amount of workout that's supposed to be done that will drive me to do exactly what is needed i like less supervision i don't like being supervised i'm a role model i'm responsible and i like doing things the right way and the way it is expected because responsible i know you must take personal responsibility you cannot change the circumstances the seasons or the wind but you can change yourself so when you are responsible i know you can do very well in both areas beneath school beneath athletics that's that's what i i believe so being responsible is 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 what will 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 build or will yield the tomorrow's results oh, yeah. yeah and i know also like um another goal for this year is working so closely with my event coach that's david banet because i know we've been working so nice i know sometimes there is ups and downs and it's not easy to 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 to, to balance them you might be stressed in class you might be stressed in running you are so tired maybe you know you need to take a break but you don't have that time to take that break so um working closely with my coach would help me to 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 make my to make my mind strong i know sometimes i might not do good but that's not the end of it mm-hmm. Having coach very close will help me to know what I'm expecting in the future. It's not only about now because my my running is not only after school. My running will still go somewhere. Even if it's two or three years after school, I will thank God because that's the mind that he has given me. Yeah. Yeah, having uh making sure that you got a a good good set of teammates and and great people that are supporting you and and having obviously a a great mindset is is yeah. going to be what's what's crucial for you know for being you know a successful athlete and I'm excited to see how how you do here on the the outdoor uh the outdoor 5k and and all the the races for this outdoor season um yeah. best of luck to you and it, for for anyone that's that's interested in in following you know your story and and your journey uh this year where could they uh find more uh, information on you uh Joyce uh thank you so much i think they can find me uh on twitter joyce kemeli they can find me on instagram page joyce kemeli joyce or joyce kemeli and uh on my um youtube channel joyce kemeli if you 
Google Joyce Kimele, you will see everything. Just, just find me in there. Just shoot me a message. Send me a, a, a word. Ask me a question. I'm flexible and free to answer them. So long as I get the questions, I've, I will just respond. Our Facebook page, Joyce Kimele, yes, I'm there. Awesome. Well, thank you, Joyce, for, for taking the time. Really appreciate it. And uh, thank you to everyone who's been listening. Uh, this has been another episode of Track World News. If you'd like more content, follow us on Instagram at Track World News. Um, and also make sure that you leave a like, subscribe, and, and follow to the show. Uh, all the support is has been really great. Uh, thank you and have a good one. Peace. Thank you so much. <laughs> Oh, you know, man, you know, man, you know, man.